I confess. I love when my fiancé uses a dildo on himself. I confess, the first time I had lesbo sex with a woman, I think that's the only kind of sex you can have with a woman, but it's an aside. Okay, I confess, the first time I had lesbo sex with a woman, my mom caught me. I confess, I've been in a same-sex marriage for seven years now, and I've been craving a rock-hard dick in my pussy for over three years. So give it to me, you, wherever you are. I confess, I am a straight guy, had a threesome, and no one knows but the two other guys there. Not straight anymore. I confess, my wife and I used to work together and we would sneak off to the conference room next to the CEO's office to fuck. He would be on calls mere feet away. We wished he could hear us. We would do this pretty much daily for a year and we never got caught. Welcome to (laughs) Bedpost Confessions! Sex. Almost everybody does it, and almost nobody talks about it, except at Bedpost Confessions, a storytelling show based in Austin, Texas. Whether the stories are funny, informative, political, or completely personal, the anonymous confessions from the audience are the stars of every show. Welcome to the Bedpost Confessions podcast. I'm Bedpost producer Sadie Smythe. We are so excited to welcome the producer of our sister show, TP Confessions, Dr. Kim Tallbear. Kim Tallbear is a former associate professor in the Department of Anthropology at the University of Texas. And she's now a faculty member in Native Studies at the University of Alberta and is a regular commentator in U.S., Canadian, and U.K. media outlets on topics related to indigenous peoples, science, and sexuality. Kim writes about the subject of non-monogamy and how it intersects with indigenous politics and sexualities. On this episode, Kim will share some of her 100-word vignettes that, for fun, we are calling A Little Sex on the Prairie. As usual, just a note before we hear from Kim, all Bedpost storytelling productions are made accessible to deaf audience members by the fantastic interpreters from Soul Illumination. Though the interpreters are there to serve the deaf, they enthrall the entire crowd with their beautiful expressions of American Sign Language. If you hear a roar of laughter and don't understand why, the interpreter may have stolen the show for a minute. On with the show. I began writing 100-word creative nonfiction vignettes and publishing them on my Critical Polyamorous blog, www.criticalpolyamorous.com, in 2014 when I lived here in Austin. I was doing it anonymously back then. So I love sex unapologetically and without shame. (laughs) But my indigenous sense of the erotic does not privilege sex among all of the intimacies that we can experience. For me, multiple loving relations are not only about humans. My 100s draw on my experiences with both human and more than human loves. It's not what you're thinking. (laughs) 
<laughs> but we can talk about that because theoretically that's interesting. So <clears throat> my, my most beloved stretch of this planet is the North American prairies. My water loves are its rivers. I now live at the edge of the North Saskatchewan River Valley near central Edmonton in Alberta, Canada. And when I lived in Austin, I lived just across the water from downtown on this bound up river, but still quite beautiful that we have here. As a polyamorist and as someone who has traveled widely only to come home to the prairies, I have learned that routing myself respectfully between multiple human, land, and water bodies, multiple loves, is another ethical roadmap, and it's a very good way to inhabit this world. So tonight I'm going to read you seven of my Prairie Relations 100s, as I call them, and they focus on these human and more than human loves. So again, seven of them. 100 words each. That's my kink. I like the restriction of a of 100 words exactly. It's generative and it's intense and it's powerful. You should try it sometime. It's really amazing. All right. Number one, flyer. The bright-faced men who stand head to head with me, well-pressed and in a toque, recall him. Like my half-Asian limo driver in Chile, Durham, who asked if I am too. Flyer nights over two, four times per month in my city. I bring him odd-colored wine and rolling-tipped crystal. When 13 hours remain before he sky climbs again. In return, I press him for 737 max 8 knowledge. In return, he presses me, builds power, draws speed. We rise, limbs locked with the moon then descend in laughter until the melatonin grounds us into quiet night visions. Pilots take their sleep seriously, so if you ever date one, you got to take that seriously. Because the next day, 200 people's lives are in their hands, right? I don't mess with that. Yeah. (laughs) Number two, fairy sexy godmother. It took months to search and decide on my river abode, so I lodged a month, then four, with a spirited love. We laughed, kissed, hugged. I heated her kettle, pressed coffee in the starry, purple, pink-dawned winter. I wrote for hours at an antique table. She fell from her lounge into online molecular archives, prairie histories, epiphanies, cracked open our silence. When the city spun into dark, she turned from her screen, gather herbs, potions, tonics, flesh. A fairy sexy godmother. She whirled round the kitchen, concocting spells that mostly worked. (laughs) Bibbidi-bobbidi-boo. Dinner. Poof. I curtsied rosé into perfect fit glasses. Thank you. 
Mistress of the Shears. It's on her business card. So if you come to Edmonton, I'll hook you up. (laughs) Promiscuous traveler, my hair's been run through by fingers from Cambridge to Denver, Berkeley to Tokyo, Auckland, Jakarta. Then I found her, my colorist dom in an Edmonton salon, like Morticia, with a burgundy gloss on her own dark locks, black clad, with powerful boots and erotic accounts, lips of steel purse. I know you're growing it, but I'll take an inch. From behind, her fingers encircle my neck. I shiver. Our eyes meet in the mirror. When we rinse, her palms cradle and caress my head, her own creation of flesh and dye. Her hands drip blood wine rivulets. Claire Mann. He does not miss Ireland. (laughs) Calgary is home. Yet pipes and fiddles sustain him, as well as my nips and kisses and hair grazing his back. He is 50, his skin 35. Impossibly vanilla. Even more than I. He prefers a hard missionary session. Not all lovers can thrust with such force. (laughs) He closes my bar-built legs, guides them to the ceiling straight like a pole, looks up to my toes on point, climb gauging. Instead, he embraces knees and thighs, resumes driving, We moan until late summer sundown. He texts me at a red light. I feel so alive. (laughs) Communion. Who in here has taken communion? (laughs) It's Texas. A lot of you, huh? (laughs) All right. This is number five. I inhale him, an earthy, full, round red. I know mineral whites best, but he is no airier blanc, even one run through by rock. On Sundays, he raises hands to heaven, open by scripture. I recognize that Christian fever. I did time in worship. (laughs) I exited for good on the heels of a pastor's single line. All Jews go to hell. (laughs) Oh, hell no. This man is oddly non-evangelical. No human is free of sin. Leave down your stones. When he is grounded between prayers and flights, he implores me, 
take him hard inside his blood, his flesh, my communion. Number six, cocoa, sea, sweetgrass, earth. Her 99% cocoa voice melts over us, pressed together in well-hung space. At the art gallery book launch, perched on chairs too spare for ample bottoms, I trace the glass's edge with a thumb soft inside, not unlike how I graze your perineum. <laughs> Lids close, lips open, tongue tip probes the rim. Italian tide rolls in, stone and gold, then pulls back a placid goblet sea. A drop on my chin. Aftertaste of cut prairie grass. In that other teasing in between, that border zone of nose and palate, I sip liquid earth in wine. I sip the sea from you. Number seven, love hotel field work. I'm an anthropologist, remember? <laughs> okay. Sultry-eyed man in a suit, you and I were stuck loveless in the months I lived with fairy sexy godmother. Unless she flew off on magical business, she adores you, of course. But privacy, you know. Had our city caught on like Tokyo, I googled Love Hotel Edmonton. <laughs> Lo and behold, the conference hotel on Gateway near White Mud sells six hours discounted. <laughs> you were stony plain scandalized. But ah, did you smile? In my field work, front desk staff are discreet. Welcome, Dr. Tallbear, room 204. You tapped the door minutes later. I pulled your tie. You leaned in to the work. Thank you. <laughs> I'm going to read these two together. I confess that my favorite part of my wedding was the orgy. <laughs> I fucked four people before my spouse. And then this one, I confess I got to elope with the love of my life. We did it our way in a hot air balloon shouting, fuck yes, I do, over a gorgeous city on our third anniversary. I'm a very lucky woman. I love my wife. Every marriage is different. <laughs> I confess, every year I wear a big strap-on under my petticoats. It is such a thrill to be in public with a giant dick hanging in my skirt. <laughs> I do show it to some special folks. 
Yeah, you do. <laughs> I confess, I used the gigantic, way too huge dildo I won here <laughs> on a few guys. They want bigger than that arm-sized one. Fix me up on a honkin' dong <laughs> tonight or the April show, and I will win it. Fate brings them to me. Oh, Goddess bless. That, that sounds like a challenge with fate. Yes. <laughs> a duel with fate. Let's see what happens at the, at the giveaway. I confess, I am a sex worker who does castration fantasies. She does fetish. They do fetishes. One guy comes two times a month for me to castrate him. And so I act out and snap scissors in his ear to tease him. Yeah. That is a new one. I know. I like it. Wow. Bedpost Confessions is recorded in front of a live audience at the North Door in Austin, Texas. To support the show, consider purchasing an I Confess t-shirt, tote, or journal, all available at bedpostconfessions.com. Follow Bedpost Confessions on Instagram and Facebook for more audience confessions and for all up-to-date information on our live performances. Bedpost Confessions is produced by myself, Sadie Smythe, and Miranda Wiley. Our podcast production team is Mariah Gossett. Mike Garcia, and Permanent Record Studios. And the podcast could use a little help. If you can, please leave us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts with a little comment about what you like about the show. It really helps. Until next time, keep confessing. And just remember, masks are sexy. 